Well, now, what do we have to discuss now? It's Syria, isn't it? We've been waiting for this one. We need to talk about Syria and Turkey, the Turkish invasion of northern Syria, and the issue of the Kurds. I want to just talk facts here, if I can, and then you can draw your own conclusions. Uh, you don't need me to do that for you, or maybe, no, well, perhaps my emotion will take over, and I will I will make one or two strong points, but still. So what have we got? Um, the PYD, lead, or Pay Day, they, the Kurds call it, leadership, have been in Damascus. Now, what is the Pay Day? The Pay Day is the is the political body that represents or is the the, the the its military wing the military wing of which is the YPG the People's Protection Units the Kurdish Fighting Force and their female counterpart the YPJ the Women's Protection Units now, don't ask me to say what PYD, YPG, and YPJ stand for because it's they're Kurdish acronyms and I will mispronounce them terribly, but they are known generally um, as PYD, the political wing of the the Kurdish forces in northeastern Syria, and um, YPG, is the military wing and YPJ are the female fighting forces under that military wing. Okay, got it. Now, the PYD leadership. Well, oh, one other detail, one other footnote here. The YPG and the YPJ are the main, main component of the SDF, the force. I mean, by far, they are the SDF, but they're the main component technically, of the SDF, the force that have been fighting on our behalf and dying to defeat Daesh. Okay, so their political leaders, the political leaders of the soldiers who have fought and died to defeat, defeat ISIS on behalf of the West, have been in Damascus, and they have made agreements to give up any claim for independence or autonomy for the Kurdish region and to accept that they will live under the rule of Damascus. Brutal, eh? How we have betrayed them. So Turkey's main aim, which was to smash Rojava. Rojava, what's Rojava? Rojava is the Kurdish name for the... Uh, their autonomous area, their little autonomous area of uh, a couple of thousand square kilometers. Uh, to smash Rojava has been successful. We've managed to help the, Kurd, the Kurds to the end of their dream. And this is the payment they get for helping us with their lives against ISIS and Daesh. And now the uh, Syrian army is triumphant. I mean uh, Bashar al-Assad's Syrian army. For the first time in, um, in a very long time, 
It's present on the eastern side of the Euphrates River. Hooray for the Syrian army. Yes. And uh, and the Kurds, what are the Kurds? I mean, does this change much for the Kurds? It changes an awful lot for the Kurds. Their dream is gone. But um, they'll have to ally with Russia again. Of course, they're historic allies with of Russia. I mean, years back, the Kurds were allied to Russia. The Russians know um, that the Kurds changed their minds. If the Americans wanted the Kurds tomorrow, with a blink of an eye, the Kurds would come back and support America. They love America, the country that has betrayed them and betrayed them and betrayed them and betrayed them. What is this kind of loyalty? I don't understand it. But there we are. The Kurds are in Damascus and they've been surrendering to Bashar al-Assad. And um, then, and will Damascus fight the Turks? No. Damascus will not fight the Turks. What's happening is uh, that we're getting a new temporary line of control drawn on the map. No, I mean, uh, I remember Wally Mualim, when I met him a couple of years ago, the Syrian foreign minister told me, Damascus will fight the Turks if they try to invade Syrian territory. But they won't. Not if they can help it. We won't see a war between Syria and the Turks. Um, no, no war. But the Syrian army is only miles from the border. Wow, what a triumph for the Syrian army. There are Syrian armed soldiers in Mambij, uh, which is a crossroads town, a control town a vital control town. Syrian soldiers in Man Manbij. I mean, of course, Turkey, uh, Erdogan is saying, we will take Manbij, but I don't know that he will. But it's unbelievable that Syrian armed, armed soldiers are in Manbij, and they're expanding north. I mean, this is the first since 2011, yet there has been no confrontation yet between the Syrian forces and the Turkish forces. And yet the Syrian forces are only five miles away from Kobani. Kobani, uh, the town we have half-bombed flat. Everybody's bombed Kobani into, well, the Turks bombed it into smithereens, you know, a year or so ago. Um, Kobani, when they wanted to... Uh, <laughs> get their proxy people in. Kobani, poor Kobani. Yeah, uh, the Syrian armed force is only five miles from Kobani. Uh, from Ain al-Arab um, is the, Kobani is the Kurdish name for that town. Uh, the Any Arabs amongst you will know it as Ain al-Arab, the Eye of the Arabs. Uh, only five miles away from that strategic town, right on the border. Um, yes, since the Turks invaded Syria, the Syrian army have gained 1,000 square kilometers of territory around Mambij. 1,000 square kilometers of territory. Yeah, overnight, without a shot fired, the Syrian army have gained. 
they've um, they've got important places too, the military airport uh, at uh, Tabaka. Um, that's very important. Yes, very important indeed, uh, south of Lake Assad there. Um, and uh, yes, I suppose there must be some sort of agreement between Putin and Trump because the Syrian army now holds um, most of the bridges on the Euphrates. The Syrian army holds most of the bridges on the Euphrates. I mean, this is huge triumph for the Syrian armed forces, for Bashar al-Assad. The Syrian army has moved in as the USA runs away. Uh, yeah, they, uh, the US held, um, held a military base on northwest of Mambij, for instance. They abandoned it. It had, used to have 200 uh, soldiers there. They just abandoned it. They've moved their base. Um, they've moved about 1,000 troops southeast to Tanaf uh, base, um, which is the biggest base, U.S. base in Styria, Syria, which is uh, it's still small, this base. Um, but basically, the United States of America has left the Kurdish-controlled area entirely and moved in, dug itself in near the Iraq border in eastern Syria. Um, interesting, eh? Meanwhile, I'll wait for this. The new chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General uh, Mark Milley, um, has just said, oh, unbelievable, this, this statement. U.S. and Turkish officials coordinate. The Yes, the general said, and I quote his exact words, the Turkish military is fully aware down to explicit grid coordinate detail of the location of U.S. forces. You get that? This is the general, Joint Chiefs of Staff. The Turkish military is fully aware down to explicit, explicit grid coordinates detail of the location of U.S. forces. How embarrassing. What an awful thing. I mean, even if it's true, what an awful thing to say. You know, that... The U.S. is complicit to that degree in the Turkish invasion of Syria. What a humiliating thing to say. How humiliating. Now, what has the U.K. done? Uh, okay, no new export license for arms. It's the same thing as all 28 members of the European Union have done. No new export license for arms to Turkey. Big deal. I mean, <laughs> you can go on with the old ones, can you? <laughs> you can just keep going supplying arms and, and ammunition to Turkey under any existing deals. You're just not going to make any new ones. Oh, big deal. You know, I mean, come on, come on, come on. This is supposed to be a... Uh, what a sick little gesture. And Trump, Donald Trump, what has he done? He's increased um, steel tariffs to 50%. Uh, and that's where they were 
uh, steel tariffs against Turkey. Turkey is the sixth largest supplier of, or was before the tariffs were increased, the sixth largest supplier of foreign steel to America. Um, so he's increased steel tariffs to 50%. That's where they were last year after uh, Turkey refused to release a U.S. pastor who was jailed on espionage charges. Um, Trump dropped them back to 25% in May of this year. 25% is kind of a standard U.S. tariff on, on foreign steel at present. Um, and now he's moved them back up to 50%. This is his great tough action on Turkey. Oh, I'm sure it will hurt the Turks a little. Um, he's also uh, halted negotiations on a trade deal he was doing with Turkey anyway. So, uh, meanwhile, what else? One of the saddest things is that the Turkish-backed Free Syrian Army forces are issuing videos eagerly of themselves executing Kurdish prisoners and putting them up on YouTube. Oh, so sick. So sick. And, um, yeah, and, and then, uh, yes, while they're doing that, the Turkish Free Syrian Armed Forces, Army Forces, are the um, releasing Islamic State prisoners of the Kurds. Um, yeah, that's... Well, I mean, Turkey always was an ally of Islamic State. You knew that, did you? Um, I mean, Turkey always supported Islamic State. Daesh pretends to oppose it. So that's in keeping with Turkish policy. Oh dear, what a sadness. Anyway, um, I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for this Western betrayal of the Kurds. That's, uh, it's to be expected, I guess, but it's shocking. Um, and is there anything happy we can say? Well, Damascus is happy. Maybe it's better in the long run. Things will stabilize in Syria. You may not like the way they'll stabilize, but they'll stabilize. So maybe it's better in in the long run. Who knows? It's a kind of sad moment in history. I hate betrayal and disloyalty. And um, and and the Kurds are loyal to us. We are not loyal to the Kurds. It's the way we are. We are dishonorable. Take people who support us for granted. Enough, enough, enough. We need something more cheerful. We'll we'll talk about something else in a moment. So um, let's leave Syria and weep a tear and move on. Okay, God bless you. More to follow.